0: My next guest is here, boy. This is, I'll tell you something. I got this, I got this. Call, somebody messaged me through LinkedIn and said, My next guest was in town. Could he do the show? I, I, I immediately put my cell number in there. Didn't know who she was. All I know, I got to get close to my boy. My next guest, production company, Who's Laughing Now, has been producing hit dr- dramedies for the past 25 years. To date, he and his family have launched more than 20 productions delivering to sold-out theaters across the country, in addition to TV shows on GMC, Aspire, UMC, BET, and Bravo. Please welcome to Money-Making money Conversations, J.D. Lawrence.
1: All right, all right. All <laughs> 70 of <and> me clapping. <laughs> 72. 72. 72. Right, yeah, 72. I got to get the other two in there. Get,
0: get them numbers <laughs> in there. You know, he's getting book of world records yeah. for that,
1: correct? Well, actually, I surpassed the Guinness Book of World okay. Records. Mm-hmm. Um, I went for the Guinness Book of World Records, Records and we had a issue with it because I beat the record mm-hmm. and I didn't know at the end of it they wanted ten thousand dollars.
0: They wanted money.
1: Yeah, they wanted ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and I was like ten thousand dollars. I
0: said, "Well, hold on." Then <laughs> nobody told me that. <laughs> I didn't see that in the contract. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so right, they right.
1: wanted ten thousand dollars to mm-hmm. actually give me the actual a award. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Okay, well, you know, no problem." We, mm-hmm. we wrote them the um, check. check. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they told me I would only have it for one day because there was a guy in Germany. That um, because at that time, I only played 56 and I beat the 52 characters. So I played 56. Right. But they said that I would only have it for a day because there was a the guy in Germany <laughs> that was doing 60. I said, well, I'm not giving you $10,000 for a day. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Right, right. So then we waited a year and I came back mm-hmm. because I wanted to challenge it. And also we got our money back. Right. And I went and I beat the 60 characters and I did 72. 72. Then they wanted 20,000.
0: Oh, they just, they just keep going up, huh? They want a $20,000, Recon- Payment man. for recognition.
1: Yeah, so my PR person said, well, listen, all we got to do is just say you, you surpassed it, and if right. they want to challenge it, you know, we have it on, you know, film.
0: Well, you know, it, a lot of people don't know that when you get those stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, there's a fee for that. That's too, right. Roughly yeah. about $30,000. Yeah. So, yes, sir. So you say, Why, what you call them is not on the... On the because they don't want to pay their 30000
1: wow, Well, Well, 10000 more, I could have <laughs> just had me a star. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And how you been doing, my friend? Been I'm, a long time, a little yes. back history. Uh, yeah. we, we came together up in New York when I, Steve and I went to WBLS in yeah. New York City in 2005, mm-hmm. and uh, and we just started connecting. Uh, sure. You, uh, just tell, tell well, your side of the
1: story. Well, well, let me say this. Back then, if nobody don't know, I had asked um, you to manage me. Uh-huh. And you said to me, what are you doing for yourself that I can't do? Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I had to think about it for a minute. I said, well, what am I doing for myself? <laughs> and you said, brother, he said, do it for yourself first. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to where you got to get to, then come back and say, all right, I can't go no further. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I think I was lazy and I didn't do it. And I'm mm-hmm. and I going to tell you, I left that meeting mad. (laughs) (laughs) I was tight. I was like, yeah, McDonald said, I gotta do it for myself. And then my wife said, well, What are you doing for yourself? Mm -hmm. Like what? And then I literally motivated myself Mm -hmm. to do something Mm -hmm. for myself. Because I didn't stop talking to you. No, no, no. No, You would answer my
0: calls and everything. Absolutely. What are you doing? I said, nothing. You know, but you you, were like, send me a play. What about this? Rashawn, you said, can you watch this video and things like that? I just saw seeing you moving forward. Yeah. But it was no denying your talent. Right, no, sure. But it was like, okay, because what happens is a lot of people in Hollywood, they get an agent. They get a manager, mm-hmm. and sometimes they just stop. They think something magical is going to happen. But right. what people don't realize is that, is that managers and agents are really just helping a talent to the next level right. because of their because of their actions, because of their—a classic example is Stephen A. Smith. Stephen yeah. F. Smith is A. Smith is a social media phenomenon. Mm-hmm. He brings in management to connect them to the right people or agents to connect them to the right people, and that organization— can lead to a better financial situation. But believe me, I didn't make a Stephen A. Smith. I didn't make a Steve Harvey. I just positioned him based on the foundation that he gave me. Mm -hmm. He had a foundation, but Steve was always out there ready to go on the road, ready to tell a joke. And that's all I was asking him. What are you doing for yourself? Yeah, To to build your brand, to work your brand. Mm -hmm. And the evolution of all these different characters came along. Now, you know, you're big in dramedies. Mm -hmm. Just to explain to everybody on the show, what exactly is a dramedy?
1: A dramedy is, uh, my interpretation of it is mixing drama mm-hmm. with the comedy side and bringing right. them both because um, I want people, you know, I I always want people to laugh, but mm-hmm. I want to feed them a message at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's the dramedy side of it is, you know, um, giving them an important message, right. you know, that's serious, but making it, you know, uh, it's almost like you know, a a a a a. You know, feeding people ice cream. You know, feeding them their medicine. But you got some ice cream mix- mixed absolutely. up in there. You absolutely, you you absolutely, know what I mean? absolutely.
0: Yeah. You know, but and it's just, it's just. You know, it, you have to be talented to be able to pull that off. Because usually, mm-hmm. in a scene, it's so dark mm-hmm. that that you you make that, that right turn mm-hmm. and people go with you. Yeah, yeah, and, and and things like that. So now, when I'm reading your bio, J.D., it talks about family. Mm-hmm. Who in your family is part of the production company? Everybody.
1: Everybody work. What does I,
0: that mean? Who's everybody?
1: Anybody that's eating in my house is working. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Why is that? Because I think it's important. You know, as a family, mm-hmm. you're a lot stronger, and you want to keep family around you when you're in this yeah. business.
0: Because David and Tamala yeah. Man do that? Yes. Everybody mm-hmm. in that house. Yeah. They can speak. Yeah. And I, get up out of bed.
1: Everybody gonna work. Gonna I got. Work my wife handles the money side of it I don't let Absolutely. my kids count my money right. <laughs> <laughs> I, just let, I just let my wife count my money uh-huh. but I got a son who's into mm-hmm. um, he's he, he he actually just graduated from cooking school mm-hmm. so I did and one thing that I did wrong about that I totally mm-hmm. cook better than mm-hmm. my wife mm-hmm. so she hasn't cooked since all oh, good good, good. <laughs> but good, he's good. into uh, you know music as well so he so he scores a lot of the uh, music. Oh, you know, clear. for the Congratulations. show. Mm-hmm. And then I have my two daughters. They handle the business side on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we did the reality show Bravo, they okay. actually came on screen. Absolutely. You know, and do it.
0: Let, let's talk about the, it. something that's real important. That, uh, you're, you're, you're a successful actor and mm-hmm. you're prominent stuttering. Okay. Okay, so that's that's something that's been part of your life. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 when you go into character, it's not there.
1: No. Not <laughs> not at all. You know, and it's weird because um, I spoke to Samuel Jackson about this. He came to New York City one time. Mm-hmm. Him, Bruce Willis, um mm-hmm. Emily um Blunt. And I remember having a conversation with Sam about it. And he's like, Yo, you know, you have to put a character in front of that voice. Right. You know, because I didn't know that he had a speech impediment. I never but knew Steve that. But Steve Harvey did or too. Mm-hmm. A stutter. Yeah, and I spoke to um, mm-hmm. um Steve about that. I remember one time I thought, um... What do you, was it? Dog. Mm-hmm. What you, what are you stuttering about, dog? Just <laughs> pick <speak> up, man.
0: <laughs> uh, yep, yep. You
1: know, but I, I've, you know, um, um getting on stage, like when I go into the characters, you know, any character that I decide to go into, the character just completely flows out and this character does not stutter at all. Mm -hmm. You know, but I can't walk around life talking like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you probably, we should look at you a little different. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I did it in school.
0: (laughs) What's working with her? But when you, when you talk about, because you did 72 characters. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's break down that process because I don't know 72 anybody like that. Sure. Okay. So, and the name of the play is what
1: it's called schizophrenia schizophrenia, yeah,
0: schizophrenia. and right now it's on t- it's a, it's, a, it's been on tour right
1: well we've been doing some spot dates we actually head out on a national tour with um AL W. Uh, mm-hmm. That's Al, uh, Al Wash. Al mm-hmm. Wash out of yeah. Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, yep, awesome. Our,
0: yeah. Awesome. He yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, was
1: AJD. Now, I'm going to
0: tell you something. Yeah, well, I mean, How you
1: going to do these 72 people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> As Al-, Al-, Al Wash was one of the big time. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. We can go back when he really was a dominant yeah. force. Uh, took took many, many stars yeah. out on the road. Kurt Franklin's tour was yeah. on the road. So he was always out there. Now you have, I think, Jacarius.
1: Uh, uh, yep. out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then He's also,
0: of course, you know, Tyler Perry, yes, of course, you know, uh, and who just took it to the next level. Oh
1: yeah, I, you know, and and I have so much respect for Tyler because he built a a a, a brand out of nowhere, right? You know, and and really made it something.
0: You know? I remember uh, we we're about to go in this break, but mm-hmm. uh, I remember we was uh, we was doing radio in uh, Los Angeles and Shamar Moore. Okay, he called me. He said, "Rashawn, Shamar Moore has the new series on CBS. Just uh, doing very well." Uh, he said. Um, you got to come to, he was playing at the Kodak Theater. Okay. Because you knew there was a big difference for his type of show, to be mm-hmm. at the Kodak Theater. The Kodak Theater where they do the Oscars and all the major awards. Sure. Hollywood. He said, you got to come see this guy. And he, mm. had, he hadn't done the movies yet. At okay. All. None of the modern movies had hit it. But he was already just breaking ground. Okay. And, and and going to the next level with his brand and understanding ownership of his brand. Yes, he right. understood that. Yes, right. He didn't give away rights. Nope, and stuff like that. And because he knew his brand meant something, and that's really the key with him. And when we're talking about business, you always have to have your mind at the yeah. at the at the top of the game sure. when it comes to business. Because people are on your brand, you mm-hmm. can walk away. I'm gonna talk about somebody who kind of. Lost his brand when we we'll come right back from this break. On the on, the, I'm on I'm here, y'all. Money making conversation, old friend, <laughs> uh, of many characters. J D Lawrence. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. In the studio with me, um, my guest production company, Who's Laughing Now, has produced uh, or has been producing hit dramadies for the past 20, 25 years. To date, he and his family, because everybody in that house works, has launched <laughs> more than 20 productions debating to solo theaters across the country. And his shows have been seen on TV networks like GMC, Aspire, UMC, BET, and Bravo. Now, you're back here. We were talking about uh, uh, Jacarius. Uh, we was talking about Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. and then we brought I brought up uh, Shelly Garrett, Shelly Garrett, yeah, which was a beauty, beauty shop, shop, yeah, and beauty shop. I remember beauty shop got uh, was converted to a TV show, mm-hmm. got converted to a TV show. He was the first one I think when you start talking about that style, that urban market style mm-hmm. of uh, uh, and, uh, jumped out there right. and yeah. was, was selling out everywhere. Oh yeah, because because we had seen nothing like him. No. And that, what is your audience base for for these type of plays?
1: Um, I would say um, I have a more of a mixed audience, mm-hmm. but it's predominantly African American women.
0: Why do you have a mixed audience? Why do you say that?
1: Um, because I think that because um, my comedy, because I do so many different characters and stuff like that, uh-huh. it kind of comes across more of an Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a Martin Lawrence on stage, all these different you know mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. So I think I kind of bring in a lot more diverse, uh, uh, diverse. Audience, right, right, I'm right. It's more theatrical, yeah. From yeah, the standpoint yeah. of uh,
0: character development, and mm-hmm. stand there where we know. Well, I, I will not pigeonhole uh, what right. the, what urban what urban uh, plays are the urban right. theater is mm-hmm. in that format because there's so many different styles. Oh yeah, sure. You know, that set is. it off. Oh yeah. You know, uh, uh, Love Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all the Medea series, the Beauty Shop series,
1: and that's the great thing about urban theater. I remember once I did a. Um, um, a um, an interview, and a woman asked me... uh, She was talking about Tyler, and she said, well, what do you think about his films and his movies? Because I don't really think that they're, you know, great and all that. And I said, well, listen, that's kind of a... You know, first of all, somebody that's making millions and millions of dollars, somebody's (laughs) liking it, so (laughs) I don't know where where you're getting that from. But I said, it's unfair to put me in a position to be judgmental about someone that looks like me that's doing business like that. I said, and second... That's like asking George Lucas, how come your films aren't scary enough? Right. How come your films aren't funny enough? George right. Lucas does sci fi. Right. You know, Tyler right. does his brand. And I say, and it's unfair for us to look at Tyler and say, we expect you to do everything for everybody. Right. See, right. he's opening up the door for other writers like myself and, right. and 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 so forth to come in, so that we can help him with it. Right. But you have Ron Howard, right. you have Steven Spielberg, right. you have George Lucas, but we expect Tyler to do everything for everybody, right. and that's not fair. You can't
0: put all of that on one person. That's, that's interesting that you're saying that. They're holding them to a, a universal standard. You can't do Instead that. Of a standard, yeah. A, standard. a sitcom is a sitcom. A sitcom is not drama, right? And that that's that's really that's really interesting.
1: You're never you going to go to Adam Sandler and say, "Why wasn't your film sci-fi enough?"
0: Right, because right. you don't have to. Because there's somebody out there doing sci-fi. That's not his. That's not his genre. How and, he, when, and sometimes when people leave their genre, yeah, the, the audience doesn't follow. Them. Right. That's right. why it was important when uh, Kevin Hart did that drama a couple of years ago. Uh, it made over a hundred million dollars. Um, was it the upside? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. When the guy would have the was in the wheelchair. Oh man,
1: that was the most. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Kevin's performance in that show mm-hmm. was phenomenal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, phenomenal, yeah. man. I was blown away. Well, you know, he can
0: act. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know, I, you know I'm, I've been away. fortunate. To, I've been very fortunate to. Produce him on morning shows, and you watch a person, you go, that guy has something extra going on, mm-hmm. you know, because they have a they have a different level. Will Smith is that way too. Yes, yes. they have Very a different so. level. And that's why they, these individuals have they can change so many different characters. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I shouldn't say character; they just play so many different roles. Right. Yes, and I totally. think that's the difference. And, and difference in their longevity. Eddie Murphy, you look at him, you go oh, yeah. from so, animation yeah. to yeah. drama. You know, if anybody have not seen Dolomite,
1: oh, it's incredible.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. and, And I tell
1: you who else is Phenomenal in that, Wesley Snipes.
0: Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Oh, uh, I love yes. Wesley. I mean, you know, if watching Dolomite and it's on Netflix. And you should watch. It, yeah, and he should. You know, I, I believe, uh, You know, he should be nominated. Uh, oh, yeah. Over and over, he should have won an uh, Oscar for uh, back in uh, Dream Girls. Dream Yeah. He should have won an Oscar way back then because he was phenomenal as the singer when mm-hmm. he told him that no, we're not going to put that album out because that's not the music we do at this studio. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he was just 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 brilliant in that. And also, I think he should have gotten an Oscar for when he played all those characters. Oh, and the
1: Nutty um, Professor. Yeah, and the
0: Nutty Professor, yeah. I Sherman.
1: Sure, no yes, he should have. Yes, he should have. honey. <laughs> he should have gotten no Oscar for that. I don't know why they didn't
0: give him one. Absolutely. All right, McDonald. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so you look at these people who play these different characters, yeah. and I saw Wesley Snipe in there. Mm-hmm. Snipe's in there. Fantastic. Yes. Just amazing in there. And so... What what is the goal of your production? What is the I know everybody wants to do turn it into a film or mm-hmm. turn it into a television series. What is the goal of the productions that you create on the road? To educate.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that um, we've laughed enough, right, or we don't laugh enough, mm-hmm. but it's time to really start educating, mm-hmm. and and we don't have a lot of forums that we can do that in. So right. I think that you know taking advantage of the media, um, taking advantage of having our own and telling our stories, you know while we're telling them we should also educate people in them. And especially, it, it, not even just ourselves, but right. educate other people from different cultures about
0: us. Right. So that's what Martin and Malcolm
1: Yes, Martin and Malcolm, yes, it and is. It's
0: premiering is it uh, on... Uh, that's
1: going to be on Aspire, Aspire in February.
0: In February. Tell us about Martin and Malcolm.
1: Martin and Malcolm, which stars um, Little Zane, mm-hmm. is is in it. Um, Tony, Terry, I have a young man by the name of Victor Lando in it. And myself is about a young uh, man who sees his brother get shot. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts to protest and you know, do all this stuff in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he gets locked up, and he's locked up in a civil rights jail cell because it's overcrowded. So they bring him downstairs to the civil rights uh, cell that hasn't been opened in, like in 60 years. Mm-hmm. So while he's down there, the mm-hmm. spirit of Martin and Malcolm mm-hmm. visit him. Mm-hmm. And they actually re-educate him on how to go about
0: protesting. The process. But, right it, but it's interesting because, you know, we've always said that Martin Luther, Martin, Martin Luther King mm-hmm. was a person of peace. Right, yes. You know, and Malcolm X mm-hmm. was a person who, who did not have, didn't, didn't worry about violence, didn't right. worry about using force. Right, yes. To get his message across. So that's the story we're telling in that?
1: Well, these two actually come together now. Mm-hmm. And they, in the first 20 minutes of the film or 15 minutes of the film, they're going back and forth about that. Right. <laughs> and but they have to come together in right. order to train this young man or right. to get through to him. Right. And the thing is, I believe that Martin got a lot of the stuff because of Malcolm. You didn't want to deal with Malcolm, so you gave Martin a lot of these things. I think a lot of people right. dealt with Martin right. Malcolm. I mean, a uh, Martin a a a um differently. Right. Because they didn't want to deal I with agree. Malcolm. I do. To- you know. But now I think that we're living in a state of Malcolm. Right. Back then we were living in. A Martin world, so we didn't. So, we as a people coming up, I think we had that Martin I mentality t- 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 let's be peaceful, let's right. do this, do right. this. Right. Now it's like we're living like Malcolm. You know, right.
0: We want to talk about this, we're going to fight about this. Right. We're not just going to stand there. Well, you know, it's really interesting when we, we, we no, I don't want to divert into politics and mm-hmm. social change, yeah, right. sure. but we know Andromedy this is what you do. Yes. You know, you take stories and you socialize them into your scripts, mm-hmm. and they become very relatable, which creates conversation yes. when people walk away from your events. Mm-hmm. So are you going to do more uh, reality shows? or?
1: <laughs> I am. The only problem that I have with reality is hard to control our narrative. Mm-hmm. The network has a lot to control <laughs> with our narrative. Right. And I didn't want to have, even when we did Your Husband is Cheating on Us, mm-hmm. um, with the production company that I was working with, I was a little bit upset at how they trying to portray our people right and i remember one day in particular we were working on set and the producer or the owner of the production company went down and told the cast i don't care about jd or how he feels about the show i need y'all to do it this way wow and they started doing it that way and i came and stopped there i said wait a minute what are y'all doing right i said this is your opportunity you know t to present how we are, mm-hmm. or present our narrative the way that we want to do it, not the way that he wants to do it. Right. Because when this is all said and done, I'm going to have a job. Right. He's
0: going to have a job, and y'all going to be unemployed. Right. <laughs> and I always I, I tell that. I used to tell that to Steve Harvey. I told that to many of Wendy Raquel Robinson. It's important that I I tell the right story for your yeah. brand because I'm behind the scenes. That's right. And generally, if I'm behind the scenes, I can go somewhere and sign up and get another job because get I'm not job. scrutinized right. about what was put out there the mm-hmm. general probably especially through social media and all these different formats who can criticize you now mm-hmm. and so when, when i when i look at what you're doing and i and i see the brand grow you know you know i, I you know we have urban comedy you're building a diverse base mm-hmm. are you pitching any type of sitcoms any type of particular dramas i know you got the show coming out make mm-hmm. sure you give us some banners yes so i can promote it okay as yes. martin and malcolm yeah mm-hmm. that's in february mm-hmm. and uh Bravo, you GMC, you've done all these different formats. Mm-hmm. What's what is really the future of you?
1: Man, uh you know, for me, I want to get more into television heavily. Right. Scripted side. Because content is king right yeah, now. Yes, Everybody's right. looking oh, for yeah. content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I have maybe over 30 scripts on the TV side. Yes. Um, maybe nine to fifteen films. Right. You know, um, um um, um one of my goals is to try to, you know, set up a meeting with Tyler, you yes, know, sir? because I've never met him right. as long as I've been doing shows. You know, mm-hmm. I've never had a face to face with him mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I would like to go that route. You know, mm-hmm. and meet him. Um, another gentleman I would love to meet is Byron Allen. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Um, you absolutely. know, so um, it's about really networking now. You know, it's really,
0: really cool to say that because you know, it used to be just Oprah.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Was Oprah.
0: Oprah's still out there, but now mm-hmm. you 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 pulling out two prominent African American males, right. Who really are a force. Yeah. That's right. A force in the media today, and that's they right. built their brand differently. Yeah. So that means that when I talk to people about my show, it means that, like I always tell people, don't you know, uh, stop reading their stories and start writing your own. Wow. But look that's at that's powerful. But use their. Use their success to motivate you, right? To, to plan your goals, mm-hmm. to plan your success, and be committed to it. That's right. And that's what it's all about, you know. I, the the beauty of of our relationship, and why I'm happy to have you on the show is that, first of all, I've always believed in you. Want to just yes. say that to your face to face, right. and you know you have a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm ready to support you. Mm-hmm. It was no issue. I said, I, I, it, it was." This happened yesterday. You, we talking today. I don't know if you
1: remember. I wrote a song called "Monkey Down."
0: Absolutely, 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 <laughs> absolutely, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Because Steve and them had some things yeah, going on with "Monkey, Monkey Down. Down." I
0: remember "Monkey Down" absolutely,
1: and I remember going into my studio uh, and writing that song, and my wife was like, "What the?" are you doing in there? <laughs> and I said, oh, I just heard Steve Harvey talk about doing some Monkey Down thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, they are not going to play that. And, mm-hmm. I was, and I stayed in my studio for about four hours writing this song called Monkey Down. Mm-hmm. And I submitted it in. Mm-hmm. And you text me and you said, we're going to play this tomorrow morning mm-hmm. at 6. I was like, I said, you know, Rashawn McDonald, uh, uh, he said they're going to play. My wife's like, he ain't playing that song. <laughs> I tell you, 6.15, that song was on the air.
0: Monkey Down. 8 died. o'clock,
1: that song was back on the air. I was like, oh, i famous. I'm on October. Monkey Down. I'm Monkey be a- Down. Monkey <laughs> Down. Monkey Down.
0: That was, a, that, I'm telling you <laughs> something, that thing changed the face of our morning show, <laughs> that whole bit, that whole character. Mm-hmm. And uh I, you know, I've always been a person that trusted my instincts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, you know, I I went against the grain. I, I People have told me I, I tell it like I did like yes, it is. no, 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 you and, do. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but, uh, but it was never any malice involved. No, sure. It was About challenging people to yeah. know that I'm part, I'm just a step in your success. Mm-hmm. There are many, many steps after me. Use if I can help you up a few steps, but don't expect me to carry you to the end because that's not the life doesn't have that option. So mm-hmm. always keep an open mind. That's right. Always realize that God gave you the talent. Mm-hmm. Put 100 percent effort in it and you maximize it. Day-to-day, day and you'll be successful. I love the fact you have the family. You put them to work. This is your brand. I love the fact that you said, Rishon, I stutter. But well, guess what? When I hit that stage, I'm yeah. in character. Everything's clean. Yeah. JD, thank you for coming on my thank show. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you. <laughs> monkey, down,
1: monkey, monkey down! down! Monkey <laughs> down! <laughs> I love it.